Let's open our Bible tonight, the passage of scripture from Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 1. If you could help me read it, hallelujah. Dead flies caused the anointment of the apothecary to send forth a stinking savor. So doeth a little folly him that is in reputation for wisdom and honor. Amen. Amen. Dead flies caused the ointment of the apothecary to send forth a stinking savor. So that the little folly him that in reputation for wisdom and honor. Hallelujah. Dead flies and oil. Tonight's message is oil for the season. You have to ask the Lord that you shall be an overflowing vessel for the glory of God. Amen. In Mark chapter 12, or John chapter 12 and Mark chapter 14, there is a sinful woman who broke the alabaster flask before Jesus. This was the same flask or the same oil, an expensive spikenard, all the way from India. Hallelujah. That was very precious. But she used this oil to attract sinful people into her life, attract the life of adultery and fornication. Because she had that kind of a smell that would attract people into living a sinful lifestyle. But the day she met the Lord, the Bible says she broke that alabaster flask before Jesus. Amen. And the Bible says, hallelujah, that the addiction of her life was broken. Amen. And suddenly for her, Jesus became the most important person of your life. Hallelujah. Tonight, I don't know about you, but I'm asking you tonight, I'm asking the Lord to anoint you with fire. Fire that you had when you became born again. Zeal that you had before, when you became born again is going to come back, going to be released once again inside of you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says when she met the Lord there, she broke off her addictions and she submitted and surrendered her life once again. I mean, for her the first time to Jesus and her life was never the same again. Tonight there is an oil that will help you and that will enable you not to walk the same life again and again. Some of you are in that same place same lifestyle, same addiction. There is something wrong. But the Bible is saying God is going to send an oil tonight to break you of that same kind of life and to bring you into another direction. Hallelujah. Where you can be useful. Hallelujah. For the glory of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that immoral lifestyle was broken off from her life. That once used to attract customers into her life. Hallelujah. For wrong reasons. When she met Jesus, she broke that at the feet of Jesus. Now, there is another anointing. Hallelujah. Praise God that she experienced in her life. Hallelujah. What did she do? She broke that flask in worship. Everybody say worship. She broke that flask in worship. The flask of spikenard or so what, what, what it means is that what spikenard in, in, in its root word the root word is having the power of persuading or persuading 
having the power of persuading somebody so faith itself in our lives will be persuaded faith itself will be persuaded it's called the power of persuading which means even if you desire not to believe you're persuaded to believe that is what the oil can do when the oil is revealed in worship when you worship the lord when you surrender to your feet there is something that's why it's so important to worship before you hear the word because when you worship the lord there is an oil that is revealed that will persuade you to faith persuade you to action persuade you to evangelization persuade you to joy come on that's why paul said this is the day that the lord has made and i will rejoice and be glad in or he said rejoice in the lord he was persuaded in a dirty water where he had just enough place to breathe and he was sitting inside where the, all the waste of the city would come in that smelly dark little jail where just enough for his body to be inside inside that he said hey i'm persuaded to rejoice in the lord come on come on church tonight i don't know what you are going through but how many of you believe there is an oil tonight which will persuade you mm, to believe persuade you to rejoice persuade you to get out of your depression persuade you to follow jesus in a way that you've never followed before hallelujah when the giants were making i mean fun of the spies and the spies got affected by it there were two people Caleb and Joshua persuaded to see another report to believe to continue to believe on the report of the lord hallelujah praise the lord tonight i don't know what reports are being buzzing into your ears tonight but let me tell you tonight there is an oil rabadiya samboriya danamanasiya temal khorotha manasiya that will persuade to believe the report of the lord hallelujah glory to god amen praise god hallelujah i i i remember you know i i was with my family in a particular place and uh you know i was just uh, having fun with my children in the swimming pool and suddenly i started coughing blood <laughs> I got, I got so upset i said oh lord such a battle even if i take two or three days off <laughs> this is not fair i'm saying oh lord what should i do you know i'm saying everybody around me got scared but then i won't say it's me but something persuaded me to declare the scripture and ever since that scripture had such power when i declare it said he was wounded for our transgressions bruised for my iniquities the chastisement of my peace was upon him and by his stripes i am healed praise god hallelujah thankfully within hours hallelujah the bleeding stopped amen praise god because there was an oil that persuaded you to believe hallelujah the healing of the lord rather than what you spat outside tonight i don't know what you're spitting outside i don't know what the devil is showing tonight may an anointing rise within you tonight to believe in the healing power of the holy spirit oh hallelujah may you be persuaded tonight 
Sometimes you want to be faithful to the Lord. Faithful to your marriage, but you're becoming unfaithful. But when the oil strikes you, it forces you to live in a pride life. Even if you're planning to backslide, this oil, this spankinard, the power of persuasion is forcing you to go forward. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, I remember the testimony of my uh, wife, you know, when, you know, a pastor told her once uh, to pray in the early hours of morning. You know, uh, you know, and she immediately knew that I will respond to that. And usually she gets sleep a little late, so she usually sleeps in the early hours of morning. So she said, oh my God, when I'm, going to <laughs> when I'm going to sleep, this man is going to rise up and pray. Praise God. Although I am the one who received that word, that oil started working in her. Instead of me getting up and praying, I had a good night's sleep and a good morning sleep. She got up at 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock and started praying and the Holy Spirit and started reading the Bible. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is called the oil of persuasion. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come on church tonight. Some of you wants to get up in the morning and pray. Hallelujah. It's called the oil of persuasion tonight. How many of you want to do? Hallelujah. Have it tonight. Even things that are most difficult for you, you will find it easy. When the anointing of ease, the oil of persuasion, even maybe it was to forgive somebody who never forgiven. Hallelujah. When the oil comes up, I, I remember, you know, I really want to, you know, <laughs> slap somebody, but I, I was keeping on blessing that person. Amen. Called the oil of persuasion. Hallelujah. How many of you want that oil of persuasion? Hallelujah. Nobody was watching whether once I saw I wanted to slap. So be, be at ease. Be at ease. Praise God. So, <laughs> by the oil of persuasion. So tonight, that's what the Holy Spirit wants to give you. Hallelujah. To live a holy life. To build the church of Jesus Christ as one, as an army. is a persuasion. You will feel like you want to scatter yourself isolated, but something time and again pushing you back to the group, pushing you back to the, whole, the team. Amen. You know, it's amazing that I was reading uh, the book of Job and the 42nd chapter, one of the scriptures that I always read, every day I read it. You know, the latter days of Job was much greater than, and when you read it in the message version, the Bible says he had a team of oxen. Hallelujah. Yeah, when God restored him, the Bible uses the word in message, he had a team of oxen. So I said, come on, I want that kind of a team. Amen. A strong team, an oxen anointed team. Hallelujah. Able to carry any weight. Hallelujah. Praise God and do the work diligently. An oxen kind of team together yoked. Amen. Hallelujah. For one purpose. Come on. How many of you want to be in that kind of a team? Amen. Persuaded to be a team. I know you're all gifted, but can your giftings work in the team? I believe we are entering into a season. And, uh, and the season is that it's not about one person. We are going to move forward as a team. Look at three people and say, we are going to move forward as a team. Amen. Hallelujah. If you have not, some of you only spoke to two people. So the third person, amen, praise God. <laughs> so dead flies cause the ointment of the apothecary. 
the ointment of anointing. Hallelujah. Dead flies. One of the words in is putrefy. Oil and the flies tonight. In the Bible, the devil is called Belzebub, the Lord of the flies. Amen. The Lord of the flies. A demonic power. Fly the Bible is demonic. Some of you are used to the Lord of the Rings. That's also demonic. But this is the Lord of the flies. Fly in the Bible speaks about the demon and his work. And devil is called the God of the flies. What is a fly? A fly is something that irritates you. A fly is an irritant. I think it was Pastor Benihin who said, Never allow your front row with people who irritate you. <laughs> so he said, kill the anointing. So he said, whenever he goes for a meeting, he look at the front portion. Hallelujah. He said, if somebody is irritating me there, I will slowly go there or tell one of those uh, ushers and said, you know, please hug him, kiss him and just take him back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hallelujah. So <laughs> he, said, he said, kill the anointing. So it's an irritant. There can be some habits or mindsets of some people that will irritate you. Over a period of pastoring, I've always seen one of the things that I try not to do is to give my eye to anyone before ministry. Because he can or she can just before I get onto the pulpit can irritate me. People think, you know, this pastor is proud, you know, he's smiling at him and he's not even looking at me. They used to say that about my dad, you know, my. But first of all, he never smiled much. And together with that, before ministry, he never looked at anyone. Even he looked at somebody, he never saw anyone. <laughs> Why? Because we are in a mission. There are things that can habits of mindsets of the people that irritate you. In our life, there are different ways that irritations come. In the midst of that, the Lord is saying, what you need is the oil. Amen. The oil, when oil comes to your life, oil will make, oil will make the fly leave. Amen. It, it, it kills the flies. It makes the fly a dead fly. Tonight, hallelujah, certain irritants that is irritating you tonight. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. Pray in the Holy Spirit tonight. Hallelujah. Let it flow. Let it fly and let the oil of God flow tonight. Tonight, divine deliverance is coming upon the people. I can sense divine deliverance tonight. Hallelujah. Certain irritants, things that are irritating you, maybe certain habits, certain. Hallelujah. Oh, certain mindsets of the people. Oh, certain kind of belief system. Oh, Ragamana in families, maybe in your children. Hallelujah. I don't know where it is tonight. It'll be broken tonight. Every demonic power, every demonic irritant be broken in the blood name of Jesus. And the church said, Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I love this story. A pastor said, there was this mother-in-law who would irritate the daughter-in-law every day. And one day, the mother-in-law went to, you know, take care of their cow in the cow shed and the cow gave her one kick and the mother-in-law died. 
And so she came back to her friend and said, See, this is what happened to my mother-in-law. My irritations have all gone. God heard my prayer. So the friend asked uh, this lady, Can I borrow your cow for a week? <laughs> that is not how you pray. Amen. But having said that, what you need is the oil. Hallelujah. Amen. Not to kill your mother-in-law. No, never pray like that. What the irritations to be broken in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I can, I can sense in the spirit uh, somebody who is watching me as an irritating neighbor. And you get too irritated with that person and God is tonight uh, releasing you from that uh, irritation as you're watching tonight in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. If it, if, if it, if it is that, if, if, if it, you are one of those, you have the boldness to come and say, testify that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Sometimes sickness can be an irritation. Hallelujah. You know, one day I was uh, praying and the Lord said, Son, every day learn one healing scripture each. And I started doing it. So, I have uh, on my phone the healing scriptures, uh, one, one by one. I start declaring it in the mornings. Few days later, you know, of late, my, all my stories are related to swimming pool. I came, <laughs> I came out of my swimming pool. I don't know whether it was chlorine or what, what it is. Uh, my entire body was hitching from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. And at the same time, I you know, took the vaccine. So I thought, is it the after effect of vaccine or it's the chlorine? I don't know what it is. But can you imagine, you know, itching from head to toe, head to toe, head to toe. I said, my God. And I looked at my skin and there is not a scratch. I said, what's happening? Irritation. And I knew the Lord was filling my heart with the holy scriptures on healing. So that I'm ready to fight this. Hallelujah. Tonight, let there be a fighting spirit on the irritants that is coming on your life, on your body tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Break it out in the name of the Lord. Come on, let the revelation that is inside of you tonight break off. Fight that irritant. Fight that fly out of your life tonight. I want to declare tonight I'm totally healed. Hallelujah. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. The revelation inside. Body is the temple. Now sometimes you, your greatest prayer partner is your pastor. You know, that's the time you need your pastor. I said, Pastor, you have to pray for me. It's irritating me. Pastor reminded me. He said, Chaco, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So declare that. Hallelujah. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Open your mouth and say, the anointing will take care of it. Amen. And like what Pastor said, he said, don't buck me, devil. 
and don't buzz around my life. You have to get up in the morning and say, don't buck me, devil. Now, every day I get up. You know, my morning is like so amazing now. I go for a walk and I, for two hours, I'll be declaring all these scriptures. Everything that buzzing around me, I'll be rebuking it in my walk. <laughs> I've written about about. 70 things that usually continues to buck me every day. So I keep rebuking those 70 things out of my life. I live a bugless life now. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Give a high five to somebody sitting and say, live a bugless life. Come on. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's, it, it's like a compulsion in my spirit. Paul said, you know, woe to me. Woe to me if I don't preach the gospel. was a compulsion for him to preach the gospel today more you know there are compulsions in bible it says uh, in the malayalam version it says nirbandham nirbandham comes from a bandham a compulsion comes from a relationship woe comes from a relationship paul had a relationship and you know in malayalam that word bandham the compulsion words nirbandham which means comes out of a relationship the compulsion comes out of a relationship that's what the word in malayalam means so when you have a relationship with the lord certain things are compulsions how many of you getting up in the morning and say god morning it's a compulsion <laughs> hallelujah getting up in the morning reading the scriptures is a compulsion the getting up in the morning and without saying hello to your whatsapp and your facebooks and even to your own wife hallelujah telling the holy spirit come on hallelujah prabhadhara say god morning hallelujah Oh Psalm 34 in the message translation says bring your warmest smile to me hallelujah it's a compulsion to give the warmest smile to the lord first amen hallelujah it says don't hide your feelings from me this uh, 34th chapter of, of message i love that word hallelujah it's a compulsion oh hallelujah tonight If you receive this word you'll be so covered with the oil of God that the fly that is a nuisance will leave your life amen and the focus will be not on the flies but on the oil how many of you want your focus to be on the oil of the holy spirit and not on the irritants amen hallelujah there might be a small irritant a big irritant whatever it is focus it on the lord hallelujah amen the founder of aa alcoholics anonymous ask for a glass of whiskey on his dead bed alcoholics anonymous got started to free people from drinking habits but the fly came at the time of his death and made him drink the same man who introduced something to free people from addiction got addicted to alcohol that's what the fly putrefy the oil hallelujah Somebody said the most stolen book from bookstores in America is the Bible. Hallelujah! The very thing that teaches you not to steal, you steal. <laughs> After they steal, if their lives are changed, it's okay. <laughs> if they stop stealing, it's fine. <laughs> Alexander Graham Bell, after in, in, inventing the telephone, he did not allow to keep phone in his room because he said that will distract him from his work. Apple founder Steve Jobs never allowed his children to have his phone. Today the Bible says close your doors when you pray and pastor said today's generation it is saying 
keep your phone in another room and pray. Hallelujah. When you are listening to the message, keep everything that is not necessary out of your life. Focus on the anointing. Usually they said, the Trinity today is Father, Son and the Holy Scriptures. Pastor said that's a wrong Trinity. Scriptures are important. But it's Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. Just listening to Scriptures won't help you. Listening to a good message won't help you. You have to take it and connect it. Oh, with the oil of the Holy Spirit. And that's what will transform your life. It might be a clapping. It might be a jumping. Hallelujah. It might be a rejoicing word. Hallelujah. It might be connecting with somebody and say, Amen to you, brother. It is in the unction. It is in the response in the Holy Spirit that changes your life. Hallelujah. Can you imagine Benny Hinn watched his own service while he was sick and the Benny Hinn inside the TV was telling lay your hands on the TV anybody who is sick and you shall be healed and the Benny Hinn who was sick watching from his room placed his hand on the Benny Hinn on the TV and he got healed come on that's what the hallelujah receiving something in the Holy Spirit you respond to the Holy Spirit even tonight, some of you said, Hallelujah. Even by faith, you put your hand on the television or the mobile phone that you're watching tonight. I declare supernatural turnaround in your life, in your marriage tonight, because there is an oil tonight flowing through the camera. If you believe that, lift your hands and pray in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Man, when you study about the flies, there are different types of flies. Number one is butterfly. It belongs to the family of flies. The largest species of fly is butterfly. Usually flies, usually they have six legs or two wings. But uh, you know, butterflies are usually have six legs and two wings. Very attractive. But when you learn about the butterfly, it's weak. It does not have strength. It's beautiful on the outside, but inside it does not have strength. Some Christians are like that. They are beautiful on the outside. It's amazing. But there is no strength. In uh, Proverbs 24 and the 10 says, If you have faith in the day of adversity, if you don't have faith in the day of adversity, how small is your strength? Hallelujah. Some of them, uh, uh, some of us, only when we really encounter with problems and situations, we will actually see how strong we are. Oh, religious amens are there. A religious look is there. Everything religious is there, but inside, no strength. Butterfly. The Old Testament priest, Eli, lost his vision. In the outside, he's a priest, beautiful clothes. Like, you know, some of our girls and boys look good. <laughs> Beautiful clothes. But that's not what makes the church attractive. Are you attractive inside? The Bible says, Eli lost his vision. He could not discern the presence of God, though he was a priest. Outside he was something big. But he lost his vision. 
he lost his family he lost his strength at this tenure they lost the ark of the covenant come on let me tell you sometime if you are a true minister of the gospel and you are standing in the gap i'm declaring at when you are hallelujah in hallelujah in your office I pray nobody that is under you will lose something. Come on. If you take your place in your family as a father, if you take your place as a pastor, if you take your place as associate pastor and worship leaders and intercessors, come on, as mothers and fathers, children will not lose anything out of their lives tonight. Take your place. Don't be attracted outside. Be strong inside. Look at somebody and say, be strong inside. But there are some people, they don't mind not looking like a butterfly in the outside. They want only looking for the anointings. I remember during the Corona time, you know, one of those days I went to attend the service in Cornerstone. A pastor was saying, you know, a rod, you know, some of you, you know, I did it by faith. I'm not asking you to do, but what I'm saying is you have to desperate for the oil. They said, like Aaron's rod, dry rod came into the presence of the Lord. It became fruitful. I was not at all scared of Corona. I laid myself on the floor and I said, Lord, I am that rod. Take me, Lord. Anoint me, Lord. Make me blossom. I was not scared of my hairstyle. I was not scared of Corona. I was not scared where dust was upon my body. Come on. I was only not scared about other people watching me. I was moving in the hallelujah oil of God. Hallelujah. I think it's why you said why Pastor Jaco is so excited. <laughs> she watched me first. She said, this, this pastor is crazy. He's too... <laughs> and now I see you more crazy. <laughs> Yeah. It's not attractiveness outside. It's what's inside. The Old Testament Samson was also like that. He did not know when he lost. The saddest scripture of the Bible is the Bible when it says, Spirit of God left Samson and Samson did not know it. When he lost his holiness, sleeping on Delilah's forearms, he never knew that his anointing left. He was just a butterfly. He tried to shake, nothing happened. It's not in the shaking, it's an anointing things happen. Hallelujah. But the good news is the Bible says, His hair started to grow again. Come on, some of you are watching backslidden, lost hair. Come on, tonight is the night. There is an oil rod that is releasing for you to hair to grow again. Before this year will be over, the one who is standing at the last will be in the forefront. I'm declaring it some of your life tonight. If you are one of those, hallelujah, receive it tonight. May the oil of the season, may the oil of God be upon you this morning.
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Somebody say, Pastor, this is night, this is not morning. But somebody who's watching this service in the morning, it's for you. That's what Judges 16, 22 says. Can you read that? But the hair on his head began to grow again after it had been shaved. However, his hair had began to grow again. When you surrender to the Lord, heaven is faithful to restore you back. Hallelujah. Heaven is faithful to restore you back. Rabadi Askara. Ask you tonight, the Lord to restore you tonight. Hallelujah. Just take a few minutes tonight. Just ask the Lord, Lord, restore me. It's not about finishing a message, it's about restoration tonight. Ask the Lord to restore you. Say, Lord, restore me, lighten my love for you again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, tonight. Says, give me oil in my lamb, keeping burning, burning, burning. Hallelujah. Tonight. Give me oil in my lamb. Keeping burning, burning, burning. Give me oil in my land. I'll sing. Give me oil in my land. Keep it burning. Keep it burning till the break of day. Oh, once again, lift your hands. Give me oil in my land. Keep it burning, burning, burning. Give me oil in my land. I'll pray. Hallelujah. Give me oil in my land. Keep me burning, burning, burning. Keep me burning till the break of day. Come on and sing. Sing, Hosanna. Sing, Hosanna to the King of Kings. Come on and sing, Hosanna. Sing, Hosanna. Somebody who's watching have lost your consecration tonight. And the Lord is restoring back your consecration. And you will sing, sing, Hosanna, sing, Hosanna, sing, Hosanna to the Come on and sing. Oh, sing, sing, Hosanna to the King. Amen. Hallelujah. Number two, there's something called the robber fly. Hallelujah. The robber fly that brings a stinging flavor of savor into our lives. It whistles a lot and makes noise, but while it is stealing, it will be quiet. While it is stealing, the devil is quiet. The Bible says the thief comes at night to steal, kill. While it steals, you'll not even know it's stealing. And one of the ways it steals in Malachi chapter 3, the Bible saying, would you rob God by not giving the tithes and the offerings to my house? You're robbing God. It's stealing a blessing by not allowing you to give your tithes in the storehouse where you are fed. There are believers who rob God. There's only one place in the Bible. The Bible says, test me and see. There's a testing in tithing. Come on. And the only thing is, it's not you who are being tested. You are testing God. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
somebody said when you look at the robbers in the history you know they are saints you know they slyly they only rob people and nothing else you know but here it speaks about robbing god read some malachi chapter 3 and verse 8 will a man rob god yet ye have robbed me but ye say wherein have we robbed thee in tithes and offerings i say amen because of some wrong information where people say oh tithing is taught for new testament hallelujah because of wrong informations and erroneous seeds that lies in your spirit something is come a robbing spirit a robbing fly is entered tonight how many of you say i will not allow hallelujah praise the lord i will not allow tonight to have anybody robbing my privilege and my thankful heart to bring my tithes to the lord amen hallelujah when you understand about the first time tithing is mentioned when abraham gave it to melchizedek the meaning there in hebrew is he became so rich that poverty could not touch him that's what it means your tithing makes you so rich that poverty cannot enter it like come on church only if you understand these things you will tithe amen and you will see the blessing amen tonight some of you are lacking in poverty come on hallelujah nee hallelujah 10 shatamanam 10% dashamsam karthavinu kodukunavanaanengil orthonam ninne avaru deridravasi aakuvan parishuthaalmaavu sammadikkatilla sammadavillatha oh oru shakti ninde agathu keerittunde sammadam kodukkerude adine porthaakikku yeshuvinte naamathil adare parayan naan karthavina ende etto nallathu kodukkada i am the one who gives my best to the lord i cannot be in this situation i cast that spirit out Sometimes like pastor said, you have to enforce it. The violence shall take it by force. Certain things, if you say passive, if you keep quiet, nothing will happen. You have to keep declaring it. Declaring if you say it to the mountain. If you say it to the, it's a present continuous tense. Say it, stay it, say it till the mountain leaves you. Hallelujah. Number three is mosquito. Very famous in our lands. It's a part of the fly family. Mosquito bite. It is said that most people do not, you know, have died not because of corona or because of any of these things. It's because of the mosquito bite. Most of the people, more people have died. Hallelujah. Mosquitoes. It is said that they don't have teeth. they have zero teeth but when it bites you will get red bumps on your hands because it uses its tongue to bite it is like a needle it bites to suck the suck the blood out of you buzzes uses the tongue it's not praise it's just not to not to not to bring praise not to thank the lord it's buzzing to bite somebody buzzing to put down somebody it is buzzing to judge somebody mikhail had that when the, david came from his anointed service he said ah why you, you dancing in front of the maids so undignified buzzing putting him down belittling him in front of his maids buzzing 
putting them down killing somebody's reputation backbiting gossiping some of you are buzzing through your whatsapp now because of lockdown time everybody is voice messages buzzing when you repentant another gossip will come hallelujah tonight in my spirit i'll tell you one thing for sure i sensed in this morning that spirit breaking off tabarakamana shambala the biting spirit tabarakamana clap your hands tonight and said i don't want to be attacked by that spirit i don't want to be that tail bearer or gossiper tonight keep on telling stories about oh families and family members i don't want to be those Isaiah 54 says a powerful word there the tongue of the lord can you read that The sovereign lord has given me a well instructed tongue to know the word word that sustains the weary he wakens me morning by morning wakens my ear to listen like being instructed The tongue of the lord KJV says the prophet is saying may the lord give you the tongue of the lord the tongue of the instructed the tongue instructed by the holy spirit you exactly know what to say on the right time to the right people you know how to instruct your children come on when you have an instructed tongue come on you will have the wisdom to instruct into the next level you will not bring them down you will give them a step your word is a step for your children to your future the holy spirit is saying be careful what you tell your children because either it is a ladder hallelujah to their future or it is a ladder to their misery hallelujah are you bringing them down or taking you up tongue of the lord tongues that are controlled by the holy spirit it is said that the person who was quiet are the per- person usually are the people who are praising and worshiping the lord more no as babes in the lord but my spiritual father would say to keep keep scriptures and ask to, to us to by heart and the i still remember in the early days uh, during the service he would make you stand my pastor would make you stand in front of all the people and would ask the scriptures that they taught last week thank god i never got that opportunity <laughs> hallelujah hi with me church pastor said what worship is to the lord that is what complaining is to the devil what worship does to the lord it makes the lord happy your complaining makes the devil happy worship make the lord strong in your life complaining makes the devil strong in your life come on krabaraba shakarabarara sia who do you want to make strong tonight you worship the lord with your tongue with an instructed tongue lord becomes proud of the mouths of babes and infants god has ordained praise to still the avenger god receives strength through your praise to still the enemy wow what you speak empower the lord to defeat the devil come on church tonight
Mosquito is something that bites you with your tongue, with its tongue. And it, it is not satisfied after biting one. It keeps on flying. It, it will keep you on going for 1.5 mile. No, an ordinary mosquito. If you are in a flat, it will take the lift and come back to your house. It will keep knocking at the door. Have you seen? It's like eating mangoes. Gossiping one person will not satisfy you. After 10 minutes, you want to gossip somebody else. Whether chikungunya or whatever disease, the most number of people die out of mosquito bites tonight. Let that not be your story tonight. Lift your hands tonight. Ask the Lord for supernatural deliverance from mosquito bites tonight. Let this year be free in your life from any kind of mosquito bite tonight. If you have been used, if you have been used by the enemy or if somebody has been used against you, whatever the case tonight, we cancel it, we bind it, we cast it, the mosquito spirit out of your life tonight in the name of Jesus tonight let the oil of God fill you come on church pray in the Holy Spirit so many of you are keeping quiet in your homes pray 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 allow the Holy Spirit oh Dibal khavari ka gana mana samboriya dala mana sandala dhanandala udandal chara dhanambara dhananja khara dhanamana siye Thank you Spirit of the Living God for freeing your people Lord Thank you for the fresh oil Tibariya dhanadana mana sambhara dhanamana siya that you're sending across the church in the name of Jesus Every irritants be broken in the name of Jesus Tibariya dhanadana mana sambhariya dhanamana siya let not our tongue be used by the mosquito anymore. In the name of Jesus. Oh, be free now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor said, you know, when he went to Florida, the Disney world was there and says, next to that church is an IPC church or a born again church. So he said, the pastor over there, spoken about the Disney world and said, it is situated in 2,000 acres of land. And these, this 2,000 acres once was marshy land, swamp. And the greatest problem there was the flies or the mosquitoes. It was populated with a lot of mosquitoes, with all kinds of diseases. But in the Disney world is the place where you see magnificent hotels and amusement parks. Things that people across the world come and floods, flood that place. Takes at least a week to see the full place, you know. It's like it's such a huge place. But before they built it, they studied about these mosquitoes. And they started doing a few things to chase them away. And that's what our, tonight our thought pattern, our topic is. What are the things that we need to do to chase it away? Number one, learning about mosquitoes won't help you. You have to be, <laughs> to learn to chase it away will help you. Number one, you need to spray. Spray, everybody says spray. 
In the book of Job, the Bible says, Job would sacrifice to the Lord every day, daily for his children. He would bring, build an altar, bring them under the under the blood of Jesus, he would sacrifice praise and thanksgiving on a daily basis. Hallelujah. That kept the family together. Tonight, you keep the mosquitoes away. You need to bring forth the same spray of hallelujah. Praise of worship, of praise. You need to plead the blood of Jesus. Amen. On, on each and every one of your family members, your work, the work of your labor, your influences, your job. Come on. Whatever God has given you, bring them under the holy blood. Take time. Your ministry, your calling, so that you'll be free from flies attacking it. In Exodus chapter 29, 38 verse. Now this is that which thou shalt offer upon the altar. Two lambs of the first year, day by day, continually. Day by day, continually shall offer it on the altar. Two lambs of the first year, day by day. What do you mean by spraying? The olden days, when we have the trouble in the mosquitoes, you know, my grandparents and all, but even now we do, we burn incense or frankincense. Frankincense. And now, what we do here is we fumigate. We fumigate because it cannot stand the smoke. In the Bible, smoke is the worship. How many of you are watching me have worshipped the Lord before you listen to the word? What was the last time you had half an hour of uninterrupted worship? When was the last time you did a full worship with the online church without sitting down and drinking your coffee and not looking at your mobile phone? And that tells our story. Repent before God and said, be it at 6 o'clock, be it at 7 o'clock, we will worship the Lord together with the church. Get up in the morning, Lord, you are seeking for not anyone, preachers, teachers, hallelujah, listeners, you are looking for worshippers who will worship me in spirit and in truth. I will worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Morning by morning, Psalm 5 said, I will lift my voice to the Lord and I will worship towards the holy temple. Come on. Morning by morning, day by day, in the family prayer, what should you do? Teach your children to worship the Lord. Teach them to lift their hands. Bow onto their knees. Come, let us bow down and worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our God, our maker, for He is our God. We are the sheep of His pasture and the sheep of His care. Let us come and worship Him. Psalm 95. Worship releases a smoke. Every time I sense a irritant in my home, I immediately put the worship. I fill the house with the smoke. Nobody will know. Put the worship songs in your homes. Even if you're not there at home, put it 24 hours. Don't listen to anything that contradicts the word of God. Worship. Everybody say worship. 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 When you worship the Lord and plead the blood of Jesus, no rob or fly or any plants of the devil will touch your life, your generation and your children. Amen. That's what we call pest control or mosquito control. How do you control that? The world is like a swamp. 
But Bible says God choose you out of it. God built the church inside that swamp, inside that world and to be a light, to bring forth worship that kills the mosquito and take authority over demonic powers and when trying to enter your life and try to catch your family, your children, what do you do? You worship the Lord. That's how you build your children up. That's why you take breakthrough for your children. Hallelujah. Not by oh, looking at the Google and 10 things to... how. You take breakthrough for your children through worship. I'm not saying don't spend time. I don't saying don't teach them, teach your kids oh, their subjects. I'm saying teach them worship. Hallelujah. A pastor who was listening to pastors today, I think it, saying about a man of God who was very poor. Finished his Bible college, came to Cochin and started a, working in a very small job, but was a worshipper. Was faithful. And God's favor came upon him. The people who saw this man said, something about him that we like. And now God is using him across the nations. It's a very influential figure. Your influence come through worship. Hmm. We are finishing 2021. May it finish in worship and may 2022 rise in worship. Come on. May 2022 be a year of worship. Come on. Lift your hands and say, Oh, and declare, prophesy over your 2022. May it be a year of worship. Come on. Kabalia, Duranda Karadia, Dibal Kabari Gada, Petra Church. 2022 be a year of worship starting from today. Come on. Kiberia, Durodala Balabaske. May the fragrance of our worship move into the city, move into the nations of the world. May India be touched by our worship. Come on. Come on. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Your worship and your prayer is not a small thing. The oil of spankinad, of the extravagant worship. Hallelujah. Brings, manifest the oil. Your extravagant worship reveals the oil. Fight the bite through this oil. I'll say a couple of more things tonight before we close. When you learn about the mosquitoes, it lays eggs. And where does it lay eggs? Second thing that you learn from that place in Florida is that in the 2000, I mean, acres where the uh, amusement park or Disneyland is situated, there is no stagnant waters. Mosquitoes will lay eggs and it will grow when it is stagnant. No mosquitoes will come when there is a flowing water. It is in your stagnancy. The water represents the Holy Spirit. You cannot allow your life to get stagnant. 
So many people, last time you read the word, last time you heard the word. Let me tell you something. Count your age today and say, you're 40, do you at least know 40 scriptures? That means you're not stagnant. You're 50, do you at least know 50 scriptures in your heart where you have the conviction to believe in any time of your life? Do you at least have 60 scriptures? That's 60. So that your life will not become stagnant. Come on church tonight. Anybody celebrating your birthday this week? Hallelujah. Coming weeks, this month, put your age equals to what is the birthday gift that you should present yourself? Number of age equals to the number of scriptures you believe in your life. Come on. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Receive it somebody tonight in the name of Jesus. Number of years equals to the number of scriptures that you know. It's your birthday gift. Hallelujah. Years back, Pastor was in America and you know, I happened to call him that time and he said, Pastor, happy birthday. What are you doing for your birthday? He was in America. I said, I'm gifting myself. I'm flying over Grand Canyon. He said, I'm gifting myself uh, to fly. Let me put it across this way. You want to fly in your life? Put the number of scriptures of your rage in your heart for you to believe. And not Grand Canyon. You will be flying across the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. With the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It will give wings for you. Amen. Some people are like a milepost. Malayalam is a milepost. And they never move. You preach the gospel. You shake them. You hit them. You touch them. You correct them. You hug them. You love them. You hate them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on somebody tonight. Don't be stagnant in your life. Get moving. Look at somebody and said, get moving. Get moving. They don't say an amen. They don't climb up. I mean, they don't clap. They don't do anything. You know, I remember Pastor saying, he said, I don't care if somebody is emotional because he said, I would rather trust somebody who is emotional than somebody who knows all the scriptures and sitting like a milepost. I mean, 1972, I came. Why are you living for now? I want to live long. For what? To sit like this? Praise the Lord. When Madame Tussauds have people who are moving there, even their photos are there. You cannot be even kept there. Praise the Lord. There are people who go through things that they don't even cry. They don't even know how to cry before God, laugh before God, because they're so stagnant. They don't know how to move. There are no, nothing that they will move. And they say, it's too spiritual, too spiritual. I'm not that spiritual. It's not about spiritual. It's about the heart being there. You watch your favorite 
important. You know, the other day I was watching and my in-laws plays it. Uh, who was uh, uh, Nadal and um, uh, Djokovic and Federer were playing. And my, you know, my brother-in-laws and you know, all those who watch. <laughs> Come on, it's time to give a to the Holy Spirit. Come on, your life will change. Come on, he is doing some hallelujah. Oh, he is doing some volleys and some rallies for you. Come on, he's staying with you on the court as your doubles partner. Hallelujah. Come on, he is trying to get you moving and get that Wimbledon cup in your hand. Hallelujah. Don't neglect them. Hallelujah. Don't quench them. Don't hurt them. Come on, somebody tonight. Stand up in your places tonight. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. Lift your voices. Hallelujah. Thank you tonight in your homes Jesus Udavara Juradara Tamalkara Dulaskara Victory by the blood of Jesus Your heart needs to be moved It should not be stagnant Do you get moved when you hear a testimony? Pastor used to say, you know, Vechako, whenever you go to a crowd, just say the simplest of the things and see whether they get moved. If they get moved, there is life there. If they sit like they know everything, there's the most proud, most religious nuts can't do anything. Said so can't do anything with spiritual nuts. Because they're too spiritual to know they are not spiritual. If you are, I'm not condemning you anymore. I was in that place. I was a nut. God broke me. Let same God break you. Hallelujah. A nut is speaking to another nut. A nut that is broken, speaking to a nut that is yet to break. <laughs> Come on. It's better to be broken than stay as a nut. Come on. Hallelujah. God can use you mightily. Amen. In 2 Kings chapter 4, there were four lepers sitting. Hallelujah. They did not say, Hallelujah, going to sit here and die. They said, if you're going to sit like this, we're going to die anyway. Let me take a small step and see what will happen. They took the small step. It was a big thunder in the camp of the enemy that made, hallelujah, such a sound that the enemies and that entire nation, enemy nation left. Your small moves, heaven needs. Your small moves on earth, heaven needs. Oh, come on. Have you tried speaking about Jesus to one of your family members? And see, God is telling in this week, tell about Jesus to your family members. Let there be big, thunderous, hallelujah, victory in your camp that the enemies will leave. Any unbelieving family member in your life, in your family, take this week, start telling them, take a small step and tell about Jesus and see the salvation. Hmm. Hallelujah. The Bible says they left and there was so much of food and wealth there. Wealth will come when you take the right steps. Come on. I'm declaring such wealth to come into your life. The wealth of the unrighteous is stored for the righteous. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let there be such wealth that is created to you because of the small steps that you're willing to take. Hmm. Come on, 
come on church tonight in the pool in john chapter 5 in the pool of bethesda an angel came and moved the water and the one the water moved and the one who jumped first got healed it is in the moving that you had to jump it is in the moving that the miracle happened come on church tonight hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the early days, I used to see most many people praying in tongues. You know why? Because we used to say, just shake your tongue. Drink water and be thirsty. And people who never knew the word then did all this. And people who never read the Bible spoke in tongues. Today is so much of word that you know. When you move the tongue, is the spirit of god telling me what is speaking through me is antichrist spirit don't be stupid some of you don't pray in tongues start moving your tongue ran kalala bashanta and the bible says they spoke they moved and they spoke come on that's what the bible says you read it carefully hallelujah they spoke in tongues they had to do something for the holy spirit to take hold of it Hallelujah. In the every healing ministry you will hear the healing evangelist saying move your legs take your eyes off your sickness look to Jesus and start moving start moving and they try to move and things happen Come on people what is not working in your body start moving it start moving it start moving it start moving it Every time I passed 85 kilos I had a problem with my back. Praise God. Now I'm 86 and my back is still strong no pain but I start moving it I said by the stripes of Jesus I heal. Come on. Taba regada dala juramdala move 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 that part of your body which needs healing tonight let there be supernatural healing takes place in your moving. Hallelujah. you should be somebody who move others looking at you people should not get stagnant should move others when you move god does great things acts chapter 3 peter and john were going to pray in the temple there was a man who was lame from birth and he was lame from birth and the bible says though he was designated to walk he was lame in his two legs and the bible says he's not walking He had legs from the time he was born, but there was no movement. And that's a condition. When you are born again, you have the Holy Spirit. One Corinthians twelve three says, nobody can say Jesus Christ is the only Lord except through the Holy Spirit. So when you are born again, the Holy Spirit comes inside of you. But most of the born again so-called people are not walking in the Holy Spirit. They are carrying the anointing, but you want people who the anointing carries. Hallelujah. Because not everyone is walking in the Holy Spirit. There are people who carry the anointing. The man was carrying the leg. Leg was supposed to carry him, but the man was carrying his leg. Some people are 
who carry the Holy Spirit, they use it when they need it. But we want a church who is carried by the Holy Spirit. Come on, church, tonight. That is our story. Hallelujah. Praise God. How many of you said, This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. I want an anointing to carry me. I don't want a Holy Spirit who I carry. I want a Holy Spirit who carries me. Hallelujah. Some people anointed in 1968 say carrying the same anointing. 1968, who you were, you are, and so irritating. Nothing has changed. The same thought, the same topic, the same language. Limited. Come on, like the sheep of Basra. The sheep who will break out of the limitation because the breaker has come. In Micah chapter 2, verse 12. Hallelujah. The breaker anointing is here. The oil is here. Break up from your Bozara. Break up from your fortress tonight. Break out of your limitations. Woo! Everybody say, Woo! Ah, that's good. Hallelujah. We want somebody to carry us. If the pastor is not carrying you, you will go and meet another pastor. Who keeps you paralyzed? You want pastors who keeps you paralyzed, or pastors who will teach you to walk in the anointing? Surrender the Holy Spirit tonight. The Holy Spirit comes for people who fellowship with Him. Fellowship with Him. Either one day I was, as a matter of today morning, I was walking. I was bringing some burdens before the Lord. And I was tearing it up, tearing up before the Holy Spirit. I understood. Sometimes you are tearing before the Holy Spirit, not because you are handicapped, but because you never asked the help of the Holy Spirit at the time you were handicapped. Sometimes... Don't, instead of belittling, your, I mean, victim, instead of having a victim mentality, you ask the Holy Spirit. You fellowship with the Holy Spirit and that victim mentality will live forever. Now many people are watching. You are used to speak in tongues, bold, but something stopped your movement. Maybe some pain, some hurt, something stopped you, so stagnant. Tonight, with all my love, I ask you to get out of that prison, get out of that paralysis, paralysis tonight, and start walking for the glory of Jesus Christ, for you are created for His glory. The one who is watching, I'm speaking to you, sister. You're created for his glory. Some people think the movement is only for apostles and prophets. No. God is going to raise up a generation, not only in this city, but across the nations who are willing to move. Elijah, God raised him up. He did not have any ancestry. Nobody knows whose parents are. 
but he was a mover god never interested in parked vehicles he's looking for a mover tonight i'm calling you to move as a church a movement let movement come in the name of jesus victory by the blood of jesus hallelujah glory to god sometimes people say pastor let's build the church and all that i want to build the church but before i build the church i want a church that is moving i don't want to build a church and want to pack the church inside before i build the biggest church i want the hallelujah praise god a church that moves hallelujah tonight let movements come hallelujah amen blessed be the name of the lord let movements come talk with the holy spirit tonight hallelujah can you close your eyes tonight hallelujah a couple more things the holy spirit is telling our time is gone gone but i just want to ask the lord to help you tonight ask the lord to fill you it is the filling that the holy spirit comes lift your hands and ah uh, every every dry experience tonight be changed into a moving tonight ask the lord to break that spirit of dryness let the move of the holy spirit happen in your homes surrender your life tonight the holy spirit is not oil or fire or wind but all these things will work will manifest when you know holy spirit is god he is the holy spirit who's author is the author of the bible but the author is greater than the book itself do not limit him into the book allow the spirit of god to minister wherever you are tonight just because you know few teachings and few scriptures and all that doesn't it's not enough ah you led by the spirit because the holy spirit will never do anything contrary to the word if the holy spirit is telling you to step out step forth tonight come on give your life give your life tonight to move That's right. I feel anointing falling upon many or lift your hands receive it receive it. This is the moment. Don't wait for the final blessing. This is the moment. I feel the spirit just moving. Hallelujah. The anointing like an oil just flowing upon many of the people tonight. Raba raba nashe. Ori alala bara raba shi alala bonia telelele. Oh dinara raba shi alala bashe. Oh those who don't have the gift of the Holy Spirit such singing in the Holy Spirit. Oh ni ane ni ana mashi. Ori raba na la some of you is to pray in the holy spirit sing in the holy ghost a new language be added hallelujah Oh hallelujah. Oh hallelujah. Somebody watching me tonight the Lord is releasing the word you thought the sun set in your life but the Lord is saying this is the day of sunrise. Sun is rising over you tonight in the name of Jesus. Kabaraba shatara. Jesus. Jesus. You have to walk with him. sing with them, talk with them. there are seasons in everyone's life there's a season you have to fellowship and walk with the holy spirit that's how the oil the wisdom will manifest it's not your wisdom your wisdom or your ability or your smartness never think like that hallelujah 
the solution for your problem is the instruction of the holy spirit if you're ready to obey him if you're ready to obey him your life will shift in a minute hallelujah go and wash your eyes in the pool of siloam he did it his eyes opened naaman dip yourself seven times is in a minute of obedience his body from leprosy became like a baby skin come on whoo come on in obedience instructions shift happens some people never obeyed the lord 20 28 years have been lost because of the lack of listening to the holy spirit and still sitting like a butterfly outside everything is there but inside no strength something good has to happen you have to cooperate with the holy spirit everybody say cooperate it is in fellowship and cooperation that you are able to access the favor the wealth the creativity the prosperity the blessing in florida how did they build big parks and hotels they knew that it was a swamp they knew there were mosquitoes but they were intentional to keep the mosquitoes away you have to have an intention to walk in the victory you have to be intentional to keep away these mosquitoes only then it will happen if something has to come up if you want to see the goodness you have to be specific intentional spray burn the incense praise get up early in the morning don't be stagnant there should not be a somebody has to carry you pastor carry me if pastor does not take the phone calls your faith is gone they used to keep big fans would would rotate all the time outside in acts chapter 2 the bible says there was a sound of a rushing wind if you are hearing something today if you are feeling the move of the holy spirit a rush if you are feeling a rush in your spirit that's the wind of god touching you come on it's the fan that needs to blow rampara boshanta barasia to keep this mosquitoes away hallelujah because of the continuous flowing of blowing of the wind though it can fly 1.5 miles it will not be able to move forward it will go backward because it is hallelujah how many of you want to experience the devil comes knocking at the door hallelujah not just spit coming out of your mouth come on it's a holy ghost wind hallelujah tonight may the holy spirit scatter everything that came to scatter you in the name of jesus hallelujah the wind of god blows the mosquitoes away the wind of the holy spirit that's why it says pastor said don't be a puddle that never moves muddy puddles you'll see in the rainy season where children play there should be a flow it's stagnant the water is stagnant the mosquitoes come and lay one egg after another one problem one mental block after another some of you need to intentionally keep your hands on your head and say lord free my mind from mosquito bites in the name of jesus 
me every thought that is controlling me every voice of the witch that is controlling me that is not in line with your word with the flow of the spirit let it be broken out from my mind in the name of Jesus for I am free for the sun sets me free I am free indeed so be it in Jesus name something your mind some of you feeling a lightness in your mind if you are at home i can't see you but just trust the lord thank the lord and lift your voices and thank the lord oh wave the hearts to the spirit tonight hallelujah hallelujah if you say i'm going to move no devil can catch you hallelujah Devil cannot land in your life if you are a moving vessel. Amen. Hallelujah. One more thing and I'll stop. The fourth thing that they did in Florida, they designed the building in a very special way to keep the mosquitoes away. Can you read 1 Corinthians 6 and the 19th verse? We have taken a lot of time today, but it's a teacher's day. You need to be taught. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you? which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. Amen. Amen. Your body is the temple. It is designated to repel the mosquito. Amen. It is built strong. When you are convicted that you are bought with a price, and this is the precious Holy Spirit living inside, bought by the precious blood of Jesus. When you have that realization and revelation you keep the mosquitoes away you keep the sickness away you keep the addiction away you keep the sin away can't touch me Belzebub can't touch me I declare everyday morning I'm not killable I'm not catchable I'm not traceable by you and your army you devil Hallelujah. You have to say, if you get that revelation, no pastor will have to lay hands on, pray for healing anymore. You will be walking in divine health. Mm. Sickness cannot enter. Cancer cannot enter. Ulcer cannot enter. Skin disease cannot harass you. Hallelujah. Nothing, no pain or affliction shall come to your tent, close to your life. No infections, no fungal infection, eye infection, deafness, sickness, whatever sickness that is hurting you cannot come into your life. Arthritis cannot come. Back pain cannot come. Back ache cannot come. Come on church tonight. You are so whole. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Not only in your mind, on your body, in your mind. No depression. No false thinking, nothing. You are so whole. Total wholeness. Your lungs is whole. There is a divine immunity. After this talk, go and take your antigen test. It will be minimum 20. <laughs> so some divine immunity. God has placed upon you. Nothing can penetrate into your life. Because it is purchased. By the blood of Jesus. The oil of anointing. It comes through. Tonight what should I do? It comes through instructions and teaching. The best best way the anointing comes to you is through the teaching of the word. Hallelujah. Teaching. And that's why I'm teaching you the word. Hallelujah. 
Somebody asked me, what? You should teach so much. Because it's teaching. That's a church. Anointing flows through instruction. Prophetic warnings. You pray for six hours before the meeting. Why? Because the prophetic has to move. So in the prophetic warnings, a church is kept. And something bad happens. One of the reasons is because when the man of God released a prophetic word, you did not take it seriously. You did not take it seriously. You know what they do in Florida to check whether any sickness comes through mosquitoes. They keep the hens in that area. Then they take the blood of the hen and check frequently because the mosquitoes first bite the hens before it bites the human beings. So if there is any problem in the hen, that means it's going to bite the human beings. That's why God told Peter, Jesus told Peter, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Ah, I won't. No, 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 no. I can sense it in that hen. If it is bitten it, it's going to bite you. Hallelujah. This is one of the powerful things Pastor spoke. I have written it and put a big you know, circle around it. To be forewarned is to be forearmed. To be forewarned is to be forearmed. If you are taking this warning, it's like being armed. Hallelujah. If the fly enter into a hot oil, it cannot fly. They get ticked. If oil comes upon you, fly can't do anything on you. It's so hot, the fly dies. That is dead flies and oil story. You have oil. What is the story? The end story is burial time for the flies. Come on. The season in the month of September, there'll be a burial time for every flight that has ever come upon. I release an anointing and oil. Hallelujah. If you receive it, lift your hands.